Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. I am Apostle Rose White, and you have joined us live this morning for another episode of Morning Manna. We are so excited that you have joined us on today, and we pray that you have come with your Bible, your pad, and your pen ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying on today um, to take notes that you can meditate on what the Lord is saying. Today we are looking forward um, to the word, which is going to be coming from Psalms 132, verses 1 to 9. So go ahead and get ready for that today. But before we start, we do want to welcome all of our first-time callers. If you are here for the very first time, we pray that this will be a morning of blessing for you and that you will leave off of this line refreshed, revived, and renewed on today because you know we're here on this day that the Lord has made. Today, we are seeing God bless us with new mercies. And so we are rejoicing today, and we want to thank God for the saints of God that have been here with us and that are continuing to hang in there, continuing to be faithful every single weekday morning to God be the glory. Uh, for those that are new, we do want to say that if you are on a um, uh, some type of Bluetooth device, go ahead and turn the volume down. This prevents any static feedback. And we do ask that everyone that has dialed into the studio to please go ahead and mute your phone lines. You're able to do that by pressing the star six keys or the mute button on your phone keypads. We do understand that people are doing various things in the mornings, you know, from getting children ready to getting themselves perhaps ready for work or whatever you have to do on today. And so whatever types of background noise you have, it will prevent us from hearing that. Amen. And so we also recognize a lot of times people are still relaxing, still getting that last few moments of rest, and there are times when people may fall asleep. So just in case that happens and that one snores, we won't hear any of that. And so we just pray that you go ahead and mute your phone lines. We love to see a clear line because God is definitely ministering to our hearts each and every day through his word and even through a time of uh, prophetic intercession. And so with that said, this morning we're going to move right into our assignment of what we have to do on today. Uh, we're going to be starting out by um, the word of the day that I'll be giving. Um, our scripture reading this morning is going to be um, by Pastor Baker, amen, um, who's going to be reading, again, is Psalms 132, and we're going to be reading the first nine verses. And then lastly, we're going to be taking prayer requests and going to the Lord in prayer to see what God has to say to us and as we stand in the gap on behalf of others. And so with that said, our word for today is Righteous Thursday. Hallelujah. For the Lord, he is a mighty God, and he is a righteous judge on this righteous 
Thursday. God bless you. That is our word of the day. Amen. Amen. I will be reading from the King Shane Version of the Bible, Psalms 132, beginning at the first verse. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions, how he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of, of Jacob. Surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find out a place, till I find out a place for the Lord and habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of it at Ephrath. We found it in the fields of the wood. We will go into the tabernacle. We will worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and thy saints shout for joy. Amen. May God continue to bless the hearers and doers of his words this morning. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Baker, for reading our scripture on this morning. Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. Well, today, um, as we are looking at Psalms, it, it, we've sort of broke this up in two parts um, so that we can get the full gist of everything that um, the Psalms is telling us. And so when we look at um, this particular chapter, you know, beyond the opening summons, um, this particular Psalm, the entire Psalm as a whole, is literally in remembrance of David. It's remembering David. And what it is doing is drawing from um, some important episodes in David's life. You see, it is a reason, talking to the later generation um, that found a reason to hope in the Lord God. And so this psalm, it fits with all of the other songs of ascent, remember, that we talked about that consists of Psalms 120 all the way up to the 134th Psalm. You see, there's a celebration here that we can see through these particular Psalms, which is the celebration of Jerusalem and the temple, which is God's dwelling. And that's what it talks about in this particular chapter of Psalm. It talks about the resting place in in verses 5 and 7. It talks about, you know, the dwelling place, you know, even in verse verse 8. It talks about um, the place of God's throne and the footstool, uh, even in verse 7. And so we can see here that this is a hymn um, of praise. There are even several themes um, that appears in this particular chapter and in, in these um, verses of Scripture because we see the temple. We see the covenant box, which is really it's known as the ark or the ark of the covenant. You know, throughout this chapter, we see uh, the talk of the city of Jerusalem. We we read, we hear, we see King David and even um, the royal descendants. So in the first part um, of this chapter, you know, the verses uh, 1 through 5, God is reminded of David's determination to build the temple. That's why this particular psalm is broken up in two parts. And then um, the latter verses, even verses 6 up to, to today's verse and even into tomorrow, verse 10, it is relating how um, the ark 
was actually taken into the sanctuary. So in each part, you know, there's a request that is followed by reasons why God should answer. The first thing that we see is that there is an appeal. There is an appeal for God to remember David in verse 1 because of the hardship. David went through a lot of stuff. You know, he endured a lot of, of hardship, you know, on behalf of the Lord. And then also we see the promise that David had made even in verse 2. See, when we think about hardships, you know, and just the mentioning, you know, of the hardships that that David encountered, um, we can look at uh, the words that David had even spoken uh, to his son Solomon. You know, he talked about uh, even back uh, in 1 Chronicles chapter 22 how he had taken great pains. Uh, to provide for the temple of the Lord. And then he he talked about the accounting uh, of even the wealth. It was a lot of wealth that had been set aside just for this purpose. You see, David wasn't a person that was looking uh, to develop uh, great buildings and to erect great facilities to bring praise upon himself. You know, we see that today. But David himself looked to be able, he took his wealth, he took his finances, took uh, his resources to want to do uh, what would bring glory unto the Lord, things that uh, God would be able to smile upon. But in the midst of this, there were some hardships. There were lots of hardships. There was lots of pain. And so when we see hardships, you know, immediately we see difficulties. Immediately, we uh, associate hardship with trouble and, again, great pain. And that's what David endured in his attempt to even return the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem and and to build a temple for, for the Lord Yahweh where that box would be kept. And when we think about um, looking at what it says, you know, talks about remembering. This is a way not simply of asking God to keep something in mind, you know, but what is being said here is for him to take the necessary action, you know, in light of what he is to remember. See, because, again, he's wanting the Lord, don't forget. This is what, this is what you know, God's servant David had gone through in order to do the things that he desired to do for the Lord. And so several reasons why God uh, uh, would remember David are actually shown in verses 2 through 9. See, David had firmly resolved to find a place for the Lord in verses 2 through 5. This was going to be first a temporary home for the Ark of the Covenant, and then there would be that permanent temple. Do you know sometimes uh, um, uh, we sometimes do things so quickly? But David was a systematic man. You know, he did things systematically. And so he realized that there would be a temporary place initially, but ultimately it would be that permanent place of residence (laughs) for the Lord. And so there are words that are spoken even in verse 2, you know, how he sweared or he vowed. What those words are meaning is that he made a promise. He put a pledge. See, and see, not only did he make a pledge, he fulfilled his pledge. 
You know, sometimes we, as, as people, we make pledges to do something. We even make pledges uh, within our church houses. We've had people that have pledged to give certain amounts on a consistent basis, even within our ministries, and they don't they don't keep those pledges. They don't keep those vows, you know, which is not really a good thing according to the word of God, you know. But we have to, when we make a vow, when we make a pledge, when we make a promise, we should keep our word. And we should fulfill the promise in which we have made. And this is what David had done. And so here we can read um, these first two verses as if it's saying, you know, Lord, remember what David promised to you. You see, you are the mighty God of Jacob. You know, you are the one in whom Jacob worshiped. And so there is that cry out, Lord, remember your servant. Remember what he promised. And then in verse 3, We see words such as my house. We see my bed. And then when we look at verse 4, we see that there is a a parallelism here. You know, you got my house, you got my bed. And so then you also see, uh, uh, will not allow myself to sleep, not even to close my eyes. Where do we do these particular things? In the home and on the bed. He's talking about, I will not allow myself to sleep. Oh, my goodness gracious. I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids. Oh, my goodness. There is a dedication. There is a determination. Hallelujah. You know, one that has made a promise, and I ain't going to let up until the promise is fulfilled, until I paid my vow, until I've done what I said I'm going to do. Wow. Wouldn't it be something that if we would would really think on that and let that be a part of who we are, that people would know, you know what, they're going to do what they said they're going to do. Just watch them. (laughs) And then when we look at verse 5, this is representing David as as, uh, um, striving to build or to provide that dwelling place for the Lord God to live in. You know, the mighty God of Jacob is referring, again, to how God has fulfilled even his promises to the patriarch because God is a faithful God. And as we've said many times, God is also a promise keeper. He's going to fulfill his promises. We can take that to the bank. Hallelujah. And then verse 6 and 7, this is speaking of the transferring of, of the Ark of the Covenant, you know, or the covenant box, that box that kept, you know, the, the covenant you know, the the commandment that was given even unto Moses. And so here those promises were inside of that ark, that box, from from what is seen in Kiriath-Jerim all the way into Jerusalem. Now, when we read these verses, here is where we've got to do some study. For those of you that that really study the Word of God and do a lot of research and and cross-referencing, um, we can see a lot of this over in 1 Samuel chapter 7. We can see it uh, referenced in 2 Samuel chapter 6. And then we can also see this in 1 Chronicles chapter 13, the cross-references here um, with the transference of the ark from of jerob And when we talk about it, when you see the word Ephrathra, Um, Right here in these verses this morning, um, this happens to have been the older name of Bethlehem, according to Ruth chapter 1 and Micah chapter 5. Kiriath, Jerem, 
uh, is actually what is called the Fields of Jark, J-A-A-R, you know. And this was a, this was a little town that was um, northwest of Jerusalem where actually, you know, in history when we study this, this is where the Ark of the Covenant literally stayed for about 20 years um, after it had been returned from the Philistines, if you all remember, um, you know, who had actually captured the ark in battle over in 1 Samuel chapter 4 all the way up to chapter 6. Now, when we see um, in these verses this morning, verses 6 and 7, it talks about the fields of the woods. This has actually been translated um, by some of the, the, the scholars you know, for Kiriath-Jerim, because Kiriath-Jerim really means the city of woods. So this is why we we share, you know, that when we read the word, don't just take it at face value. Dig deep. Study. You know, that's why the Bible says study to show thyself approved. We have to go in and find out everything that the word has to say, and that's what causes the word to become alive. It causes it to become rhema. It's not just the logos of the word where it's just words that's on a piece of paper that we're just reading, but it goes into the rhema part uh, where there's a deeper understanding um, of what the word is saying to us. Now, verse 6 says even we heard about it. You haven't heard people say, oh, I heard about that, you know. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. So here is where it's talking about. This means that when they decided to return the box to Jerusalem, they got the news about where the box was while they were in Bethlehem. You know, and Bethlehem was even David's birthplace, you see. They're saying, we heard that it was in Ephrathah. And Ephrathah is actually taken to be the name of the district of where Kiriath-Jira actually belonged. So dig deep to see even these locations. Uh, you know, geography uh, tells us a whole lot, especially if you've got a Bible that has Bible maps, you know, or you have online access um, to maps and locations of where places are actually at. It gives you a view of where they, uh, where they were at that time, you know, or give you an idea of the proximity of where a particular place is located. Now, in verse 7, there is a, a shifting of the scene here to Jerusalem. You know, there is the Ark of the Covenant. Now it's being placed in the tent that, that David had prepared for, even when we go back and look at Second Chronicles chapter 1 and 4. See, it talks about the footstool. Here is that reference to the Ark of the Covenant box. And then we see the words worship. You know, this is, this is a, a meaning to bow down. When we worship the Lord, we go alone. Hallelujah. We, we bow before him who is much greater than us. When we worship a place, a, a people, a thing, this is meaning that we're, we are uh, bowing ourselves before it because we're in subservience before that particular person or those particular people. And so we read in the last part of verse 7 that we will worship at his footstool. We're going to bow before the Lord, our God. Hallelujah. And then verse 8, this is referring to the ark, you know, and it contains uh, the words that were spoken whenever the ark was lifted up for travel in the wilderness. 
And, you know, there was lots of stuff that happened. Whenever that ark came forth and when it was in the midst, I'm telling you, people were blessed. You know, women that had no children, all of a sudden children were coming forth. Cities were blessed. People uh, began to prosper. There was some good stuff that took place. You know, that's the reason why the enemy can sometimes would capture. But then we also know that wherever the ark was, if it was in the midst of a place that should not be been, and people would even put their hands upon it, they could literally die right quick and in a hurry. Why? Because it was sacred. It contained the sacred thing, the, the, the words of God. Hallelujah. And so throughout here when we look at, you know, at uh, what was taking place, you know, the ark represented strength. You see, it said, Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou in the ark of thy strength. I love this so much. Hallelujah. Because I see a lot that's going on here. You know, it's described that here is where the scene is the temple. God is invited to enter uh, both him and the ark. Here it is the ark of the strength. This is a symbol of God's power. And so that idea of resting is not that of, of like, stopping work altogether, you know, saying that God would do nothing else. But what it is saying to us is having a permanent place in which to live, that permanent resting place, which was the innermost room, that holy of holies, where only the high priest could enter at that time. And then when we look at the last verse for this morning, you know, it's talking about, you know, being clothed with righteousness. Oh, my goodness. You know, this is, is uh, being seen to mean to do what's right. If you and I look at today's ministers, when we look at even the fivefold ministry gifts and the spiritual leaders, what do we expect that they should be clothing? You know, we expect a, a clothes. Now, I'm not talking about the natural here. And this particular case, we're talking about, you know, clothes of kindness, of holiness, of righteousness, of justice, clothes that represents a, a triumph. See, these clothes are those of moral quality, you know, that should be worn. And so we can see the psalmist, you know, literally saying, may your priests carry salvation with them in the same way that they carry their robes. And let me just add here. You know, again, when we talk about clothes, lots of times people associate with the natural. And so even when we see the natural garments, you know, the garments that we wear uh, as pastors and leaders, apostles and prophets, you know, bishops, and when we see these men and women come forth in these particular garments, they should be sacred garments. See, they should be worn by leaders. Uh, not to be looked upon as something deep and where people reverence them and see them as a God. See, we get things twisted. But the garments, that's the reason why even when we ordain and when we consecrate, you know, elders, when we consecrate, especially apostles, when we consecrate, you know, bishops, we talk about the garments when we literally dress the apostles. We literally dress the bishops. We literally will dress them, and we talk about why they wear certain garments, what that particular part represents. 
You see, these garments are worn to express not man's righteousness, but God's righteousness. Those garments are worn to express the righteous dealings with God's people. I need to make that clear. The Lord was dealing with me with that this morning because we got so many people that are so pompous and they are being paraded by man and being lifted up on pedestals with their beautiful garments. And trust me, I've worn these garments and have had to have them on myself even during times of elevation. But do you know, a lot of times I'm like, God, we wear them and people puff us up when the only one that should be lifted up is the Lord our God. And so I pray that that literally today that we will begin to look at the garments in a different way and the garments that our leaders and our pastors wear. Even you yourself may be that person that's in position that you will begin to see the garments in a different way that it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about us but it is to be where we are in a place to represent Christ. May each leader, may each priest cover themselves today, not just with the outer natural garment, but that we will cover ourselves with goodness the same way that those garments represent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so lastly this morning, it talked about the saints, which are the people of God. You see, they then, at that time, as for us even today, may we be a people that will shout for joy. And when we shout for joy, it means to be happy. Hallelujah. When I thought about that this morning, the song came to my mind, happy. Hallelujah. We want people to be happy. We want people that will truly be able to open up their mouths and give shouts and praises unto the Lord, that is that that represents joy unspeakable. I pray that this part uh, this morning, that the words have been a blessing unto you and that you'll be able to meditate upon them all day long and rejoice in the Lord God of your salvation. Amen, amen. And so at this time, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and take any prayer requests, if we have um, any on this morning. We thank God for this particular time that we can literally go to the Lord in prayer. There are several things that the Lord has laid on my heart to pray. And so if there's anyone this morning that have a special prayer request, I want to go ahead and take those down. Go ahead and unmute your phone line by pressing star six, and I'll take your prayer request. Amen. 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 Yes, yes. Go ahead, Pastor Baker. Let us uh, put California on that list, too. Amen. Um, There was another shooting and killing. There's more unrest in California. Amen. And those that are going through flood, even right here in North Carolina and Connersville, different places, there's flooding. Amen. From the storm last couple of days. So let us just pray for those that go through the storms and the unrest that is everywhere, all over our nation right about now. Pray again for the peace of God, amen. And for those that are traveling this morning, whatever form of transportation they're going in, let us just continue to pray that God will just heal our land, amen, that he will forgive our sins and heal our land. Let us just stand in the gap this morning as a people of faith and repent 
for the sins of our nation and just ask God for mercy this morning. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Baker. Amen. God bless you, and we will pray. Amen. Are there any other prayer requests on this morning? Amen. Amen. Well, if there are no other uh, prayer requests, I do ask this morning that um, you join your faith uh, with mine together and that we will lock arms today. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, um, you know, together there he would be in the midst. And so we do believe that God's ears this morning are inclined to hear the cries of our heart um, and to hear the prayers of his people. And so today we're going to stand fortified together with one heart, with one mind, speaking the same thing and believing God to perform some great and mighty miracles on this day. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord, this morning. We come to you today, God with a heart of thanksgiving. We come with a mouthful of praise on today. Father, we thank you for allowing us to see another day, a brand new day, a new morning that is filled with new mercies. Father, we come lifting you up on today, giving you praise, glory, and honor that is due unto you. We thank you today, oh God, that you allowed us to wake up with the activities of our limbs. We thank you, oh God, that our family circle is unbroken. We thank you this morning, oh God, that there was no call in the midnight hour to let us know that a loved one was killed or hurt or mugged or robbed or perhaps put in jail. We thank you today, oh God, for your loving kindness toward us where our lives could have been cut off in the middle of the night, but we're still here to give you glory, praise, and honor. We thank you today, Father, for just shining forth upon us on today, your love, oh God, allowing us to wake up, didn't even need an alarm clock, but we were able to wake up still in our right mind on today. Somebody didn't wake up. Somebody that did woke up, they're in a place of confusion. And so today, Father, we thank you that we are woke today with a sane mind, a sturdy mind on today. Hallelujah. We give you praise today. Now, Father, right now we ask, so God, before we come, making any requests known, we ask that you would forgive us. Forgive us, O oh God, for our shortcomings. Forgive us of our failures. Forgive us, O oh God, of our times of being slowful and slack. We ask right now, God, that you would forgive us of every uh, uh, unclean thing, every ungodly thing, for every unholy word that we might have even spoken, a, a word that just was not ordained for you, that was said maybe at the right time but in the wrong attitude. Father, we ask that you would forgive us on today. We repent of every sin of commission every sin of omission today. We repent of the times that we walked in self and walked according to our own mindset and according to flesh. And, Father, we ask that you would forgive us on today. And, Father, as you have lovingly forgiven us of all of our sins today, we ask that you would bless us that we can turn around and do exactly the same thing, that we can forgive those that don't love us, for those that would misuse us, mistreat us, that would abuse us. Help us, oh, God, to forgive those, the, the perpetrators that brought us hurt and harm and caused struggles in our life. Help us to forgive them today, to be able to see them eyeball to eyeball and can truly embrace them with the love of Jesus Christ. Father, help us to be people that we're not just about words, oh God, but we're also about deeds, that it comes real 
from the inside of us, that there is nothing fakey or phony about us. And so, Father, today we do give you praise. We do give you glory, and we do give you honor. And for those, oh, God, that are still struggling in that area, God, we thank you that your grace is sufficient, that you're able to help us to be able to grow into that place where we can truly forgive those that have hurt us and harmed us. We know that many are struggling because of the pains of their past. But, Father, we ask that you would help us, oh, God, to get up the beyond those particular things so that we can move into our purpose, so that we can move over in tomorrow, so that we can walk out the destiny that you have placed before us. And so we praise you today. We glorify you on today. Now, Father, we thank you for every person that is here on this morning manor broadcast. We thank you for those that weren't able to be here, oh God, and we ask that you would strengthen them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that you would bless every member on today day, oh God, and that you would bless even those that are visiting with us on today, that they will not leave this line the same way in which they came, that, oh God, that when they leave, they will leave, oh God, with a knowing on the inside of just who you are and who they are in you. And so, Father, we want to praise you right now, oh God, on today. Now, Father, we ask that you would bless Hallelujah, every man, every woman. We ask that you would bless every family on today, that you would bless, oh God, every family that is represented, every ministry that is represented here on today. We thank you for the requests that have been made known. We thank you for the requests that have not been made known, that are the silent requests. But, Lord, we thank you that you know the hearts of every individual. You know what they stand in need of. You know their hearts cry on today. And so, Father, we ask that you would meet every need on today, that you would supply every need today according to your riches and glory, that you will fix everything that has been broken, and that you will mend everything that has been torn. Father, we thank you right now that you're able to lift up everything that has been brought down. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your power and for your might moving right now through the airways. We thank you right now, oh God, that you are moving through the airways, that you are going into every home. You're going into every hallway of every office right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would move right now everything that is in the way that brings about hindrances and disturbance. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we come against every contrary spirit, every unclean and unholy spirit. We come against every spirit that will try to distract your people and to keep them from walking in the place in which you have called and ordained from the very beginning of time. We come to serve the enemy and the devil himself. Notice on today that he is a loser and he is a defeated foe, that he is under our feet, and we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus on today. And so, Father, we thank you right now, O oh God. Give your people faith to stand on your word, to know that you, the anointed one, and your anointing dwells on the inside that is greater than the one that is on the outside. So, Father, today, we thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that is resting, ruling, and abiding on the inside of us on this morning. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Now, Father, we thank you right now for Pastor Baker. We thank you, oh God, for her heart. We thank you.
you right now for her passion for the work of the ministry and the people as a whole. We thank you right now for the entire Baker family, and we ask right now that you will continue to bless her, that you will continue to strengthen her family, her children, her husband, her mother today, God. We thank you right now for Mother Bridges and for Mother Baker on today. We ask that you would continue to touch their lives like never before on this morning. Father, we thank you for the cries even of Pastor Baker's heart this morning for those, oh God, that are losing lives left and right all across the globe. Hallelujah. Father, right now we ask that you would move in the mighty name of Jesus, even through the California shooting. People are going through. They're angry. They're full of rage. They have a spirit of murder. But we calm the mind that very spirit right now in the name of Jesus, and we speak life right now in Jesus' name. Father, right now there are many that are losing their lives. There are many that are losing their homes, their possessions, their businesses because of the flooding. Even right here in the state of North Carolina where there's so much flood that are taking place because of the recent storm. God, there are somebody that is without even power on this morning because of the winds and the storms that took place on last night. Father, we ask that you would bless, that you would strengthen, that you would restore a lot of power come back on, oh God, on today, oh God, that they lose not their food, that they lose not what they have. And so, Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you are sending aid, oh God, that you're sending rescue right now in the name of Jesus. God, Father, we ask that you would move all throughout our nation. We are in a place of unrest. As my mind goes back in the time of being in Africa during the time of unrest, God, we've got an unrest even right here in our own nation. It's no longer the other nations that are at unrest. We ourselves are in a place of unrest. And so, Father, right now, help us as a people. Help us to repent. Help us to turn from our wicked ways. Help us to bow before you and to humble ourselves before you. Help us, oh God, as your people to begin to repent and to pray and to be able to turn, oh God, back unto you. Help us, oh God, to recognize that we can't go forward until we turn back unto you. Father, bless your people that are called by your name to recognize just where we are and what time it is. Hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I thank you for people that are rising up early in the morning, that are beginning to get on their face, that are no longer just flipping through channels trying to see what is on, but they are flipping on the inside of their heart and in their spirit, the things that are going on in the earth realm and are beginning to pray, that they are tuning in into the right stations of the Holy Ghost, and they're beginning to understand what is going on and what is happening. Oh, God, that when we listen to the news, we're not listening just to hear what is going on, but we're listening so that we know how to pray effectively, so that we know how to pray the effectual fervent prayer. Oh, God bless, oh, God, that we will be a righteous people, so that things will begin to take place and things will shift and happen and fall into a right place. Father, we thank you right now. Oh, God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for Evangelist Scott on this morning. We thank you that as she comes and as she stands in the gap, 
up on behalf of her church salvation and deliverance as she comes standing in the gap on behalf of her pastor and first lady as she comes standing in the gap each and every day of all of her spiritual mothers as she comes standing in the gap on behalf of her family members oh God as she stands in the gap even on behalf of little Janiah oh God we thank you that you're meeting her need on today that you are touching those that are sick those that are still recovering her friend that is still healing from her motor vehicle accident God we thank you right now we thank you for every mother today we thank you for every spiritual mother today we thank you even for her children today we thank you for her entire household oh God that you're moving in her household that you're moving in her business that you're moving in her ministry that you're moving within her today God we thank you that you're meeting all of her needs oh God and that you're providing for her everything that needs to be provided that you're removing everything that needs to be removed and you're bringing and adding in everything that needs to be added so God we bless your name on this morning Father we thank you right now for Minister Carla and we lift up the entire Chip family to you on today we ask that you would strengthen this family oh God that you would bless them that you would keep them healed oh God that you would touch their hearts and their minds that you would bless Mother Kemp on this morning we thank you oh God that as she has a lighthouse in the school teaching those children oh God the way in which they should go Father we thank you that the words in which she shares with them it shall not depart but oh God they will be reminded of the words and the life in which she lives before them oh God we bless your name today. Oh, God, let them be a lighthouse right there in Miami, Florida. Oh, God, let them be a beacon of light and a pillow of strength, oh, God, even into their family members that they come in contact with on a daily basis. Father, we thank you right now. Oh, God, we bless your name today. Oh, God, we thank you right now for the Banks family. Father, we ask that you would touch Sister Banks up, that you will continue to strengthen her family. We lift up Mother Banks to you today. Father, we ask that you would bless Sister Banks, oh God, as a caregiver of her mother. Father, we lift her up, give her strength today, oh God, that she continue to hold on and hang in there, that you will even bless her on a job, oh God, that she will be that strength that is necessary, that she will be that example that you are calling for. Oh God, we ask that you would touch right now, oh God, every person that has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, everyone that is suffering with dementia, oh God, you are the mind regulator today. Oh, God, you're able to cause them to be completely and totally sane today, being able to comprehend and understand all things. And so, Father, we ask that you would strengthen us. There are so many caregivers that are giving out. It takes a lot to be a caregiver today. It takes a lot of patience and understanding. And so, God, we ask that you would bless caregivers all across the land. Give them a love and a passion. Give them the strength that they need and a stamina that that's required. And so, Father, we thank you today. There are many that are traveling on this day and throughout the next couple of days. Oh, God, give them safe traveling mercies, those that are traveling near and those that are going far. Oh, God, we ask that your ministering angels will be camped around them in whatever mode in which they are traveling, whether land, air, or sea. Move on their behalf, oh, God, and keep them safe right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, shield them from the drivers that are full of rage this morning. For those that don't have the patience, oh, God. And, Father, 
Father, we ask that you would bless them to get safely to their destination uh, and then bring them back home safe again. Uh, Father, we lift up right now, oh God, uh, even Brother Thomas, who's going to be traveling this morning, uh, oh God, to the VA. Uh, oh God, we ask that you would give him safe traveling mercies. Uh, and after he gets there, oh God, let him be an example and a light and a word. Give him a word of encouragement for someone. Uh, and oh God, as he's given a word of encouragement to others, uh, let his heart itself be encouraged. Oh, God, we thank you for the doctors who will be attended to his knees. Father, we lift up every physician today, every PA on today. Oh, God, let doctors not be caught up, oh, God, in just the dollars and cents. Let them not see their patients as a number. But, oh, God, let them see each man and every woman, every young person as someone that is in need. May each person, oh, God, from the parking attendants to the receptionist, from the nurses to the nurse technicians. Oh, God, let them show forth love. Let them show forth kindness and consideration to all those who cross the thresholds of those hospitals, those that come into those clinics, those that go into the medical centers and hospitals. Oh, God, we ask that you would bless them on today. Oh, God, someone is preparing to bury a loved one. Oh, God, we ask that you would comfort their hearts today. Oh, God, send people in their life that will just be a shoulder to lean on. It may not be on any words that need to be spoken, but just their presence makes all the difference in the world. And so, God, we ask that you would comfort their hearts on today. Feel that empty space. Feel that boarded place today. And so, Father, give safe traveling mercies to those that are coming together as family units. And, oh, God, we ask that you would bless that a revival will break out in the midst of that family gathering, even while they're preparing to bury that loved one that a word will be spoken to those that are yet alive, that if they don't know you in the pardon of their sin, that that funeral will turn out into a praise breaker. It will turn out to be a place where people are on the floor, that they're crying out, Lord, I'm still here. What must I do to be saved? God, we thank you today. Father, we ask that you would bless every person that has some form of sickness, some form of disease. You are, oh God, the great healer. You are the great physician. And so, Father, we touch the hem of your garment and we speak healing today over the lives of your people. We lift up every marriage today. We lift up every relationship form today. Oh, God, we ask that you would be the glue to hold every marriage together, that you will cause every relationship to be a holy relationship, a godly relationship, one in which you have ordained and stand the approval upon her. And so, Father, we thank you today. Touch those, oh God, that have a mental handicap, that are mentally disabled. Oh God, strengthen them today. Oh God, the families that have lost loved ones, even the little six-year-old child that was killed right in the car on yesterday by the police. Oh God, touch right now that family that is mourning the loss of that young child. Oh God, we ask that you would touch and arrest right now. Those that are brutal in their heart, they are brutal in their mind, that they will even take the life of a child. Not only those that are adults, but they're taking the lives of children. Oh, God, in the name. 
name of Jesus, uh, there are people that are full of anger today. Uh, we bind that very spirit of anger, and we speak peace right now. Uh, oh, God, we ask that you would save, uh, that you would deliver those that are plagued and overtaken by the spirit of murder. Lord, let them be saved. Uh, and God, right now, in the name of Jesus, uh, completely remove them from their place uh, that have no desire to change, uh, that refuse to change, uh, that walks in rebellion. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, remove them from the presence of others uh, in whom they could hurt uh, or bring harm, including to themselves. Uh, this morning, oh God, uh, we lift up retired veterans uh, and those that are still in active duty. Uh, oh God, keep them safe today uh, from those that are lurking uh, that will try to snatch their very life. Uh, this morning, we lift up the disabled vets, uh, those that still got pending cases for their benefits. Uh, oh God, loose it. Uh, let it go today uh, because many are suffering lack uh, because they got those pending cases. Uh, even today, God, uh, those that are incarcerated, those that are waiting trial cases, uh, oh, God, we ask that you would bless right now. Uh, free their minds today. Uh, those that are behind those bars, uh, oh, God, set them free in their minds. Uh, this morning, we lift up Debbie Williams. Uh, we lift up Cheryl Farish. Uh, we lift up Apostle Marlene and Pastor Williams, uh, those that are over in Jamaica. Father, we hear that the storms are going in that direction uh, or they're coming close in that proximity. Uh, God, we ask that you would keep them safe. Uh, let not their properties be damaged. Let there be no harm of life today in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, keep them safe this morning. Oh, Father, we ask that you would touch your people all across this land. Oh, God, that you would bless us right here. Oh, God, that we will be sensitive even to our neighbor's needs, including, oh, God, even our enemies. We lift up our enemies today. You may pray for them that would despitefully use us. Many times we pray for everyone else, uh, but we forsake to pray even for our enemies. Uh, so today, God, uh, we ask that you would save, uh, that you would heal, uh, and that you would deliver each and every individual on today. Uh, now, Father, we thank you for this time. Uh, we thank you for this hour. We thank you for every word that has been spoken. Uh, we thank you for your written word. Uh, let it become alive in our very soul. Uh, help us to go throughout this day. Uh, Meditating in your word, for you have told us in your word that when we meditate on your word day and night, night and day, then we will find good success. And so we thank you today, God, that you're having good success and you're calling us as your people to have good success on today. Now, Father, this morning, we right now, we thank you that you're removing every retaliating spirit and everything that will try to call us to doubt what you have spoken into our hearts on today. And so, Father, we walk in complete victory. We believe your word today. We decree and declare your word that we are blessed of you today, O oh God, that you called us, O oh God, to be the head and not the tail. And so, Father, we ask, O oh God, today that you would seal every word that has been spoken and that you would seal even this prayer that has been offered up. O oh God, today, let it come up as a sweet smell and savior after your nostril, oh God, and we can say and be in your redeemed that it is so. Seal it today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
We bless you today, Lord. We glorify you on this morning. Hallelujah. 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 To God be the glory. To God be the glory. We want to thank you all today. Hallelujah for having this time and praying with me on this morning. And we just believe, God, that he's going to be faithful. And he's going to do just what he said he's going to do. Amen. And so at this time, we are going to open up the line if there is anyone that has a praise report. Amen. Anyone that has a comment, anyone that might have a song, or even maybe just a favorite verse that you want to give as your testimony, the lines are now open for you on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, to God be the glory. Amen. It's a quiet line on this morning, but we know that many are preparing for different things on today. And so we're just thankful. We are so grateful on this morning for all that the Lord has done. And so um, if there are no praise reports, we do want to announce that um, we are going to be ready for in the morning, amen, and we pray that you're going to come for another uh, uh, morning episode of Morning Manor at 6 o'clock a.m. We do ask that you will help us to spread the word, share with others, you know, perhaps even some of these that we have been praying for. Let them know that we are praying for them on this line, amen. I've been on lines where uh, people have been telling others about what was going on, and those lines began to feel with even other pastors of other churches around the globe. Why? Because things were happening for those particular leaders and individuals. Amen. And so we ask that you would help us to spread the word, put the post out, let people know that we're meeting every single weekday morning, Monday through Friday, right here on the Morning Matter broadcast. Amen. We do want to thank God for those of you that even joined us on last night for our midweek Bible study. We are having an awesome time even there. Hallelujah. God is so good and he is worthy to be praised. We talk about a spirit of worship, amen, and a spirit of praise, amen, and that's where God is calling us to be a people that would worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. And so those are the announcements. We do also ask that if our broadcast is being a blessing to you, um, if we are touching your life, um, and we, we do ask that you become that partner with us. We need the partners that will pray for us, but we are also asking for those that will partner through your giving. Amen. Uh, There is so much that God has called us to do here in the kingdom, and you know what? It takes a lot of times it takes money to do various things, um, from our broadcasting, from radio to even uh, TV to get the broadcast out so that people can even watch us live on Sunday mornings. And so we ask that you would help us even as we continue to go forth uh, to touch our local communities uh, with food and with clothing and even for mentoring those not only here in uh, the United States, but as we continue to mentor and coach those that are abroad and we are praying uh, the Lord will begin to open up a door uh, for some of the requests that have been asked of us to even travel abroad. Amen. And so know that your finances allows us to continue to see lives changed one life at a time. So you're able to give uh, by going to our website, or you can go, you can send your check, make it payable to KOGFC, which represents the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, 
and mail it to us at 337 South Scale Street, Unit D. Make sure to put that unit on there right here in Reedsville, North Carolina, 27320. If you have PayPal, you can also give your donation right through PayPal, amen, using our email address of breakthroughprayer at gmail.com. Again, that's breakthrough, and that through is spelled completely out, T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Breakthroughprayer at gmail.com. I don't always uh, like to ask a man for giving, but you know what? You know, God says, blessed is the cheerful giver. And so we give for many different things. Here is where we believe that your giving is into a, a good soul. It's for a good cause. It's not for us to reap it upon ourselves, but it's so that we can turn around and bless the people that are in need. Amen. And so we do want to say thank you for all of you that have been here with us and for those that participated on today. We want to thank you, Pastor Baker, for reading our scripture on this morning. Amen. It's just been an awesome, awesome time of praise and worship on today. To God be the glory. And so with that said, that brings us down to the end of our Morning Manners broadcast, and I'm going to ask if Pastor Baker would come back at this time and close us out with our benediction scripture coming from Jude, verses 24 and 25. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to the only wife God, our Savior, <laughs> be, to the only wife God, our Savior, Amen. I'm not I'm a, to the only wife God, I say to be both glory, majesty, dominion, and power. Amen. Amen. Both now and forever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 To God be the glory. I get the same way. Hallelujah. But that's what you call trying to commit scripture to memory. Amen. On behalf of all of us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church and this being Apostle Rose, I do want to thank God for all of you. I pray that today you will have a wonderful and glorious day and that you remember our word for today, that it is Righteous Thursday. Go forth today rejoicing in the Lord God, your salvation. I love you much, and we'll see you in the morning. Amen. 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 Know that I love you. I'm going to try to chime in while I'm on my way, but amen. It's a five-hour difference, but amen. Love you, saints. Be blessed. God bless. Amen. Love you, too, and we look forward to seeing you in the morning. Uh, okay, hearing amen. you, uh, Evangelist Scott, and we're going God to be praying you. for you. We're going to miss you, Pastor Baker. <laughs> amen. 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 Love you, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.